Hey, it's the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast. I have Carl Barnhill today from 1230 Media. We're going to talk about how your services online should change during this time. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Seminary of Hard Knocks. If you're just joining us, this is a podcast about church communications, marketing, social media, and right now, all things virus control. Right, Megan? We will not We will not say the name, the name that shall not be named. It, we are tired of it, the name. It is, it is the virus that shall not be named. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Oh, man. Yes. I'm, I'm Seth. This, that's Megan. And uh, we Megan. are, gosh, it is a different day, man. It is a different day. It is a different day than when we first began this podcast. Yes, today uh, is not yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my gosh. we're all trying to like figure out uh, the live streaming deal, right? Yeah. Um, and actually, if you're using Zoom, uh, go to my YouTube channel. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. But I did a, a quick tutorial on how to set everything in Zoom up and how to work it all. So if you've never used Zoom software, uh, check that out. And then also the, I wrote a blog this week that has, I, I'm kind of proud of it. It's the 10 commandments of zoom meetings. So, you know, go check that. It's pretty fun um, to help you guys with your meetings and small groups and all the things you're trying to do with zoom. But uh, Megan, the church right now is trying to figure out this live stream thing. Yeah. One of the things we were talking about is, you know, everyone, not everyone is kind of forced to do this. And before, even if we were, you know, quote unquote, live streaming, what we, we were doing was we were just figuring out how to stream what we were doing on our weekends and pushing it online. Mm-hmm. And now we're having, we're having to design our live streams for a digital audience. It's yeah. just, it's different, right? Like before we were creating a service and figuring out how do I get this service online? And now we're having to create for an online audience. It's just a, it's just a different beast. Right. So I I think it reveals a little bit too, that our strategy was plan for the in-person and then give the online audience, uh, I don't want to say what's left. That's not really how it was, but you know, it's just like they were the second thought and, and now it is all online. So we're having to think, what should it look like online? And I hope that when we, you know, quote, goes back to normal, uh, if it ever does that, probably won't, but not, not at least not exactly like it was. Um, I hope that one of the things that changes is that we look at what we're doing online and think about that, you know, how that should be different. And that's, that's kind of the conversation I got into with Carl Barnhill today, uh, our guest, um, that we're, we need to do things a little different, don't we? Yeah. So that just brought me back to, uh, the, that church conference and Dave Adamson, when he was talking about, we need to start naming our sermons for like search on YouTube. Like when we're pushing our sermons on YouTube, we need to name them and ways that people are searching for them so that they find them. So like, you know, if we're going to say, we're going to do a sermon about how to read the Bible, call it how to read the Bible versus, uh, giant and, David and Goliath or something, you know, like right. something that people are searching for, create your content for an online experience versus 
in person and then expecting online to be able to adapt and figure out that catchy title. Right. And at least do like a subtitle that's that's kind of normal speak for a keyword search. You know, if you're going to do a creative title like, you know, like you said, for reading the Bible, he was talking about like doing the whole thing. And I think a lot of pastors are going to kick back on that and have kicked back at that uh, because they want the creative, cool, you know, the catchy mm-hmm. title. And, and I get that. Yeah. So finding that medium in like, do your title, then do a subtitle that can also be in there that has those keywords. Um, I think is a good, good idea for search, but I mean, just it's changed now that we're focused completely on online for, for the time being, um, you know, it, it reveals, I think how we were thinking about it before and what might need to change. And that's one of those things that might need to change in our going forward is that we plan for that in-person sermon, but we also plan for the, online later you know we we include that instead of just doing one and then online gets the the output of that so this conversation with with carl is about what to do really now and you know as we're thinking about online it can't look like the previous services did i mean it's just it's not that it can't it just shouldn't in my opinion i really think there's an opportunity here to do some different things uh, and we're going to talk about what a lot of those things are. Carl is with 1230 Media. He's got a lot of great ideas. Um, and so let's just get to that conversation. He's got incredible things to say. And so let's let's hear my conversation with Carl Barnhill from 1230. Hey, everybody. I'm here with my guest, Carl Barnhill. Carl is uh, owner at 1230 Media. He's a former video production coordinator at New Spring Church and host of the Making Sunday Happen podcast, uh, also Olympic silver medalist in the shot put, Carl uh, Barnhill. It's, it's swimming, swimming, actually. Swimming. I don't know who put that in the bio. <laughs> it's swimming. I actually coached uh, Phelps. It was, it was a long time ago. It was, it, it's hard to get those facts mixed up, you know, get those facts straight, and so I apologize for that. It's uh, okay. Some grace. Some grace <laughs> How's it going today, man? It's going good, man. Uh, I see that you're you're bunkered in. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a studio in our house, so we are we're bunkered in too. Uh, you know, undisclosed location. Uh, uh, bunkered in tight, man. I'm always in an undisclosed location. There are so many hits out on me right now, man. I can't. Even, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's crazy out there right now. I mean, it is. I've I've never thought in my years that I would see a time where America is shut down and it's just fan it's fantastic but it's fascinating yeah it's fascinating yeah. Well, just just think in our lifetime what we've gotten to to see i can't imagine you know folks in their you know 60s 70s what, yeah. what we've seen in the last you know even in our lifetime just think you know 9 11 and coronavirus being in the same you know 25 year span um you know uh, it's just just really bizarre uh the last few weeks and uh really incredible and i think it's really shifted the church world. I mean, who would have thought that every single church in America would have to go online? Absolutely. Would have to figure out a different way to do church on Sunday. Yeah, it's like you wake up and you realize, man, this is what I've been trying to get people to do. I I really wish we didn't have to do it this way. But man... It's it's like what a time, right, to be here and, and be ready. And I know church communicators, pastors, leaders are all scrambling and figuring it out. And honestly, most of them are doing really well with it. It is it's been really cool to watch, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. 
And yeah. I know that uh, you guys at 1230 Media really focus a lot on helping. I mean, your podcast is called Making Sunday Happen. Yeah. And right yeah. now that looks completely different. So I, I'm wondering, like, how's that affecting you guys and what you're seeing with pastors? Like, what are you seeing out there? What are, what are they struggling with? What are you seeing pastors, you know? Yeah, it's been interesting. So, yeah, our bullseye at, at our ministry is the worship experience. And we really do focus a lot on the in-person gathering, you know, mm-hmm. taking someone on a journey from the parking lot to the parking lot. Okay, that's our bullseye. Um, but obviously the last few weeks, making Sunday happen uh, has looked a yeah. whole lot different. <laughs> Quite a bit different. Um, and so we had to actually weigh, okay, d- how much do we add to the noise? You know, are, are mm-hmm. we going to get in there and go head first into resources and helping the church? Or are we just going to kind of sit back and, and kind of see yeah. what happens and, and, and that? And we've landed on the all-in. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is because the the major questions that pastors are asking is, how do we make Sunday happen now? Like, mm-hmm. how do we do it? What do we do? Um, and so so we've jumped headfirst into, um, you know, resources and podcasts and blogs and books and uh, you know, roundtable discussions and Zooms and, I mean, all kinds of things the last uh, two or three weeks. Um, yeah. In fact, it's been interesting that, uh, you know, as people are, may have more time at home, we're kind of seeing a little bit of, we're, we're working a little bit harder. Um, yes. Uh, right right now. Um, but the the main things that we're hearing, the, the three main, if I had to buck, put them in buckets, the, the three major pieces that we're hearing are, how do I do my live stream? Okay. okay. How do I make Sunday happen with my live stream or church online? Yeah. Uh, second thing is, what do we do about our kids? How do we do kids ministry? Yeah. And the third thing is, how do we do student ministry? Okay. So we're, we've really, really tried to address that first one. Um, the second one, uh, we work with a ministry called Seeds Family Worship that we've actually produced, packaged, a packaged online children's service uh, that that's live on Facebook every Sunday night. Oh, that's um, great! I think last week there was like fifteen thousand families represented. Um, oh so you're thinking if there's three or four people in a in a family, you know, yeah, uh, you know, we're talking seventy five thousand people watched this thing last last week. So it's kind of a packaged kids service that's an option. Uh, for your kids, and then uh, and then the third question is, is students, and that's kind of our next bullseye that we're going to go after to, to try to help churches. So those three, those three buckets, those three areas are kind of what churches are, what we're hearing anyway. That's awesome. I think that's great. And I, I've dived, dove, divin. Dove. I've divin. You're diving in. I'm You're divin. going deep. Sad. I've divin in. I'm going deep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Stephen Kurtz Chapman. Um, so uh, I, I've kind of dove into a little bit of the students and kids stuff and what we can do because it is a struggle. Like my co-host Megan has, uh, you know, a little one at home, and I have teenagers at home now, so they're kind of taking care of themselves. And we've been doing family night with church on Thursdays for a, about a year and a half now. So we're we're doing stuff like that on our own. But there's a lot of families that have not done any of that. So that's really incredible that you're putting out those resources. I think that's a needed area that, um, you know, right now, especially with families at home, because I'm, I'm seeing like the, the, the negative that I'm seeing is, and, and tell me if you're seeing this is that the service looking the same, 
isn't quite hitting like it used to. And especially yeah. for those with kids that don't have attention spans and, you know, they're like, I can't do it. I can't dedicate 60 minutes or 45 minutes to just sitting there and watching something right now, which is, you know, I mean, you can, but it's not pleasant, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. or maybe it is, I don't know. Maybe somebody's like, it's perfect. My kids are angels and everything's wonderful. I don't know. No. But what do you, what are you guys seeing on like changing that, that look of that service? What are you recommending for making Sunday happen in that yeah. way for families? Yeah. Great question. So I think that, uh, all right, a few things there. So I think with your kids, one, I think you need to make the, uh, the worship experience shorter yeah. and for the medium. And I'll, I can dive into to some of that here in a minute, Different. but I think as it relates to kids, um, I would, you need to think you're, you're going to have an average of a family of three, four, uh, watching the the entire service on a Sunday morning. So here's some ideas. What if one, you need to reduce your worship set to around two songs. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Um, so, and you need to keep things moving. So if it's the long four or five song worship set, mm -mm, that's not gonna, I don't think that's going to translate. Um, so for kids, Make it shorter. And also, what if you provide resources for the kids? What if you provided coloring sheets or, uh, you know, other resources that parent that you could send out on a Thursday, Friday mm -hmm. that you could give parents to say, hey, we're this, this is for your kids during the adult service so that they can, you know, follow along or have something that relates to the message during that service. Just an idea. All right. So I would actually have your family watch two services, an adult service and either put in front of another screen or in their room playing or outside playing or in front with the coloring sheet. Mm -hmm. I would just kind of occupy them somehow. And I would have a separate family service okay. that, that could be the, the Seeds family worship on Sunday nights. It could be your own thing that you watch together as a family. That's maybe a 15, 20 minute max kind of deal yeah. where your whole family sits and it's targeted to your, to your kids. That would be my suggestion there. Yeah. Do you think that there will be, how attached do you think we are to that 60 minute or 75 minute service? I mean, does it, it where it just doesn't feel like church if we don't go that long? Do you think that's a factor? I think you can get away with 45 minutes and be okay in a, in a home setting. I think you can, yeah. if you go in person, 60 to an hour and a half, I think feels okay. Yeah. Um, Cause you got but, up, you got out, you did, this is worth your time, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. But, but for this medium right now at this point, and we know we're going to be in it for the next month. Um, I think shorter services to the point, and then engage with them in different ways throughout the week. So maybe that's a daily devotion. Maybe that's a Facebook Live. Maybe that's Zoom call. Maybe that's a whatever throughout the week. Mm -hmm. But I think that service needs to stay tight. Yeah, 45 minutes max. Yeah, I agree. And and I'm I'm a fan of shorter is better in this day and age especially. But when you're, you're kind of going, <laughs> hey, we're in a different era. You have to think different about your service. Yep. And, and yeah. what you're doing. What about the message part of, of things? You said short worship, two, two song max, you know, really tight length of a message, maybe even content of a message, how it looks, yeah. uh, environment. Yeah. What, what do you, what are you seeing? What are you recommending on that kind of stuff? Yeah. So let me, let me back up one and give kind of some general. So 
not last Sunday, but week before last. And I don't know when this is going to air, but this would be, uh, I guess, uh, mid to late March is when I did this research. So two Sundays ago for us at this point, um, I did a deep dive into about 50 churches on a Sunday morning. So I hit 50 different streams to see how 50 different churches did it. Um, and so here are some recommendations that I found from that. Plus we're, we've done two, uh, Monday roundtables with probably 40 or 50 people in there, pastors, leaders, and just kind of talk about what, what they did and things like that. And just from what we're hearing and and seeing, these are some recommendations that I feel kind of work. Okay. So a pre-recorded service packaged as one video works better than a live stream like you normally do it. Okay. So taking a team of 10, 15 people to the church to do your service to an empty room is not translating as well as a prepackaged video. Now, well, what if, what about live? What if we do it live stream? Well, I would say prepackage that video and simulate it live. Right. um, On your social media. That would be the premier feature on YouTube, Facebook. Right. Exactly. Um, so why would I do it that way? Well, one, I would say we can package it better for the medium. So, um, it's, it's close up. It's, it's, you know, you're, you can package it for the medium. Secondly, um, there's less chance of error. So if your streaming provider went down, um, and, and it's live, you're, you're up a creek. If yeah. your streaming provider went down, it's a pre-recorded video. Just wait till it comes back up. Let's say, hey, everybody, streaming went down. We're going to move our service to 3 p.m. today, or we're going to move it to Facebook Live right now. Mm-hmm. Something like that. You can send an email. There's there's less chance of error, or there's more backup solutions if you have a pre-packaged video. Right. It's like you, you take can, you can email everybody a link. You can like mm-hmm. there's other things that you can do to solve that situation where if you only yeah. do it live you're kind of up a creek. Yeah. You're limit, like you're limiting the number of things that could go wrong with that pre Correct. prepackaged video. Correct. I've been thinking about that too. Yeah. I think that's a good, good call. I think a lot of us are trying to do the live thing and you know, that freaks pastors out, man. It really does. I mean, you're thinking about a, as a, I used to be a youth pastor and a worship yep. pastor. And I mean, I was on stage. I know what it's like to be live and how much you prepare and how much you work on getting that ready to present. And then when you're doing it, it's a massive stress. You know, even, even though you might be in your element, it's a massive stress. And when you're done, you're like, oh, okay. But yeah. doing that live is, is so much pressure already. And then you throw it on in a camera with people. You right. don't even know how to respond. Like you're not even seeing the response. You can't, re- you can't, right. you know, bounce off the room. Um, yep. And then people could come in and say anything about it from way outside your church. There's a lot of pressure there that yeah. this could end up on the news. You know, when I'm just live in a room, you yep. know, it, so, and if you're saying stuff that could end up on the news, I mean, you should be prepared for that or maybe not do that. I don't know, but, um, don't get arrested for yeah, having yeah. your church service, by the way. Yeah. That recently happened. That was, Oh man, whole different thing there. But yep. the thing is, it's like, it takes all that out. You've already done that this week. Right. Now you can focus on, let's just get it out there and engage with people on Sunday and just be a pastor. Yeah. So you bring up a good point. So when, when you simulate it live, now you've opened up the opportunity for you as the speaker, along with your other pastors, to be in the comments yes. and engage with people in real time mm-hmm. as they're watching the service. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that. Um, yeah. So I don't, I, 
I don't think we touched on it yet. Uh, environment. You said be up close. So, yep. so be up close. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of churches are still just streaming like the worship team pastor on their regular stage, big lights, all the other stuff to make it look normal. And, and the reason is because they're saying we want some kind of normalcy. We want people to feel normal. What do you think about that? I, I have opinions on that too, but I'm, what, what do you think about that? Uh, nothing in the last two weeks has been normal. Yeah. For real. So what, why, why, what makes you think that like people are not living in normal right now? No, so my kind of opinion is let's meet them where they are, mm-hmm. not where we were three weeks ago. Yeah. Like let, let's meet them right here. Let, and they don't care about your production value right now. It no. can just be you on your iPhone on Facebook Live. Like that could be it. People mm-hmm. just want to connect with you right now. And I think that there's a little bit of, oh, they're at the church and it, 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 they're distant from mm-hmm. me. This feels, hey, guys, we're in this together. Yeah. You know, there's just a little bit. There's a, there's a more of a connection there, I think. Um, now, I, I could be way off, but I, I think that we package a video or we speak to and talk to people where they are in this moment. I can understand the argument of, well, some sense of normal normalcy, but it, it's not normal. I mean, it's just right. not. It's not. So let, let's, let's talk to them where, where they are. So did that's you, my opinion. Did you happen to see you can trash me for it? No, I, I totally agree with you. Did you happen to see, um, John Krasinski who played Jim Halpert on the office, um, did a show two days ago yesterday, uh, called some good news. And he put it on YouTube and he said, I'm going to start a news show where we just talk about good news. And, and it was awesome. And he interviewed Steve Carell via Skype or zoom or something. It was the lowest production thing I've ever seen a Hollywood actor do. And it was incredible. And it's getting views like crazy dude sitting in his office and there's some, yeah. he, I mean, he's edited it. Obviously he's got, he's over to the side. looks like a news show with a little square of the graphic showing up to his, to his left or right. But yeah. behind him is a, a colored drawing. His, his daughters did that says some good, you know, SGN, some good news. Right. And it's right. like this low tech thing. And then all his interviews, all the volumes are different, you know, on his interviews and what he's talking. And, and he's clearly the microphone he's using is not, high quality. He's not even mic'd up. It's just, it sounds like he's talking to you in a big room and you know, like it would if a pastor went live on, on Facebook live with just their phone. And that might be what he's filming on is just his phone. Who knows? So it was just incredible. And it was like this low tech, highly engaging thing that was what we need, you know? And and I think that churches should look at that and go, I've used used Fallon as an example to same thing. This is where we are. Yeah. This is where we are. I mean, you look at Krasinski, big, huge Hollywood actor. He could have somebody come over and shoot a video. Why is he not? Mm-hmm. Why is he not? He, he didn't this see. This is it. where we are. Yeah. He, 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 right he was now, like, at this point, it might change in a month. It, it, also, it also says like, hey, let's submit to our authorities a little bit by not being out right now. I mean, even though it's not a law or anything, but there, there are right. people who can get arrested if you're flat, you know, blatantly... Uh, right. flaunting this right now. But, um, but yeah, I think it's something to think about as a, as a church, like what is church? It is not that service. It is not how produced it is. It is the engagement we get is the ideas that we share. It is our faith in Christ that binds yep. us together. It is not, uh, 
It is not the gathering. Yeah. The gathering is so important, we're, but we can I gather wanna a lot of I want to tell you about this. So we're producing a video. Uh, in fact, we're wrapping it up today. It's called We Are the Church. Mm. And it is what we've done is we've asked people from around the country to shoot on their iPhone different lines. And we've, we're piecing it together. Uh, super kind of low quality kind yeah. of approach. But, and it talks about like, hey, the church is not a building. It never has been. Um, and it, and it, you know, it kind of brings us together. So I think that's where people are. I'm really excited for this to, to come out because yeah. it really shows, Hey, all over the country, all over the world, we're still the body. The church was never a building. Yep. The church was never a, a one-time event on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, even though we want to make that worship experience the best we possibly can and be excellent, like at the end of the day, it's about loving God and loving people, and we're still the body. We're still yeah. the church. We we tell kids all the time that the church is the people, not the building, and I think now right. we're getting a big opportunity to put our money where our mouth is. So Exactly. Uh, let's talk a little more about uh, making Sunday happen. Um, yeah. Graphic design, let's, let's move kind of to the social media side, like making it happen sure. all week. Um, there's a struggle here. Like, what do you post? What do we do? Yep. Um, and that... that relies heavily on video graphic design. So what types mm-hmm. of things are you seeing churches succeed with in, in maybe stretching Sunday or the sermon or whatever throughout the week, or mm-hmm. just in general that is working for being the church online during the week? Yeah. I think that uh, a couple of things here, I think your series, whatever series you're in, that's okay to use. Yeah. Like, so if you've done a bumper video, if you've done graphics or whatever, now you might have changed your series. But whatever series you're in, like we serve a church in Raleigh, North Carolina, that it happened to be a series on, like, let us pray, like really on prayer. Mm-hmm. And I was just emailing with them back and forth uh, the other day, and they're like, man, I cannot believe that God landed this where it, you know, where we landed it. So we're staying in our same series to really dive into prayer during this time. We've shifted our topics just a little bit. So they use their series artwork uh, online just as they normally would, but tailor it to the situation. So that's one. I would think that um, the church at home kind of graphics, like we released a free, I think it was like 20 social media graphics. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that are that are free yeah. um, that talk about, you know, church at home or Zoom in or, you know, things like that. Uh, so church at home, online church. Um, there are some coronavirus. We've done two coronavirus packs if you want to send an update or things like that. So some people are using those things. Um, I would say uh, anything having to do with hope or fear not kind of language, um, whether that's in social graphics or, or whatever. um, I would say use, use scripture, like use your artwork and put scripture. So one, one verse that I've been hanging on to during this time is James one five, where we're to ask for wisdom. So I think a lot of our churches need wisdom right now. Do we do like my church is doing drive up church. Is that wise? Is that, is that the way we need to to do that? I I don't know. I'm not super knocking that. I'm not a huge fan of that approach. Um, I would rather go the the pre-recorded package video route, but I'm still going to pray for, for wisdom for my leaders to know, okay, if if you guys want to do drive up church, you know, here are the things that we need to put in place to make that safe. Um, or, you know, so whatever you land, I think wisdom is, is, 
important at this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that those are some of the kind of you know graphics and and videos. Anything talking about hope, not mm-hmm. fear. You know, just speak to the moment. Yeah. And I know there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, how do I phrase this? There's always a lot of pressure, especially for Instagram and things like that to have <clears throat> not just great photography, but great graphic design. Um, and right now as we're spread out, maybe you can pull that off. How much do you think that weighs in right now? How, how important do you feel like that is, or is it more important just to throw some graphics up that have encouraging things or, and I wouldn't say ever just throw things together about right. But, um, but like not obsess over the intense graphic design that we normally do. I would suggest I not doing that. Both. You think a mixture. Okay. I think a mixture of both. I would probably lean toward, toward connecting with people. Yes. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But so throw, I don't want to say throw it together, but yeah, throw it together and put it up. Your, your job right now is to pastor people. Right. So if that means low production value and just black with white text, do it. Mm-hmm. Like connect with people. Yeah. Let's go. That, that's let's, what I'm getting at. Be, you know, that, that's what I'm go getting ahead. at. The connection with people it has to be a priority. And I think honestly, man, this is, this is what I struggle with because I'm, I'm not really a designer. Right. I'm not, I don't really have, I don't really value a lot of that. Like a lot of people do, um, even though I do design and I am a designer in some for a lot of things, but, um, it's definitely not my forte. I, I don't care about that as much. I want to be engaged with, and I want to engage with people. And I feel like on social media, especially that whether we go back to normal, that's something I'll, I'll, man, I really wish we would prioritize connection over, um, you know, the, the value, the production value on social media. Yeah. Always. I agree with that a hundred percent. I think yeah. the goal is to connect with people. <clears throat> I think there, so I think in general, I think that's true in general. I think a mixture of nice looking graphics. So if your series yeah. art, if you pull some packs from other places or things like that, I think that's fine. I don't think people are going to be turned off by that, Yeah. but I think that, the, the major goal is to connect with people. So if yeah. it's, you know, and, and I if, think if it's all you got, then, then do it. And I think I, and I'll, I'll be going on a limb here. I think I see design a little bit more like a passer would, um, because I know like what looks good to me is, is a lower standard sometimes than a designer. And a designer is going to want the best thing they can do. Someone who's very creative, someone who's very into that. They're going to want this really fantastic thing all the time to represent our church, uh, better put our best foot forward, all those kinds of things. But as a pastor, I'm like, Hey, great. It's, it's cool. It's good enough. Let's go. You know? And I always think about it from a pastoral point of view of like my connection with these people is more important than how that looks. Cause that like Instagram graphic lasts what a day or two. Uh, you know, my video is going to last on Facebook, maybe a week. Um, you know, so I'm like, I'm trying to connect in a meaningful way. And if it's not helping me do that, then I don't really care. So right now, go ahead. I'm sorry. So right now I would say it's like really connection is, is even more prioritized. Like you're saying, than than the production of it. Um, but I, I know that there's people that really, they worship God in their creativity by being yeah. excellent in that. And it's like, it's really hard to balance that sometimes with me um, to go, Hey, let's just go. Yeah. It's fine. Let's go. You know, right. like, I it's think not that's done. a good word for creatives. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I, um, 
I'm probably a little bit different with with our internal team here at our ministry, and probably I'm I'm going to lean more like you in ministry because I'm like, look, you could spend three hours on that graphic, or you could spend an hour on it and spend two hours pastoring a volunteer. Yeah, like which which is the bigger win here? Yeah, like the the graphic is is fine. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Like and and I am. I mean, this is coming from a guy who owns a media company that okay? makes a ton of graphics. I, I like things yeah. to look awesome. Yeah. But at the end of the day, guys, it, it's about people, mm. <laughs> and so the the graphics fine. Let, let, we're going to stop here. Right. Let Let's go. Yeah, we can nitpick on it forever, but it's fine. Let's go. Yeah, and, I and think, let's do something else. And I think that's in a our good internal word. team, honestly, I'd rather produce two in the same amount of time and 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 put it out. So that people can use it rather than spend more time on on one thing. Yeah. Sometimes. And I think that's a good word too, because a lot of churches, you know, when I worked on a church staff, it was the same kind of deal. It's like we're a we're a church communications team or a creative team. We're not a design agency. We're not right. a video agency. We're not an uh, you know the the product is not our end game here it's yeah. it's part of our it's part of our strategy now if i'm in an agency or something you know it's like you know i'm creating graphics for people to use like yeah go for it you know like that's your deal yeah. but um you know still it's for for a church like especially in a time like this it's like man as you know i just for me that's a that's lower on the priority list um yeah so uh, as we wrap up here, w- one more quick question. Just uh, you guys have a checklist for content you can create out of your sermon every week. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to get to that. So what kind of things yeah. can we take just from even the sermon that we can spread out across the week? How would we do that? Yeah. Okay. So this would be true in general. So coronavirus or not, here are some things that I would make in a sermon series. And I'm probably going to give a lot more. Um, and I can, I'll put this together in a, in a, in a PDF. In fact, I think I sent it to you. If not, I'll send it to you and put it in the show notes. Okay, great. Um, and it's just a checklist. It's more than people need. So you, you can pick and choose. All right. So design wise here, what I, here's what I would do. I'm just going to throw these out real quick. All right. Uh, your sermon series design, everything starts with that. Okay. Yep. Video, everything it starts with the sermon series design. Now out of that, I would do a, that's a Photoshop file. Um, I would do a JPEG title still, I would do a PNG of the title treatment. Well, let me camp here for just a second. So if it's Easter at Life Church, mm-hmm. I would take with a bunch of stuff around it or a bunch of cool, awesome things, I would take just the text treatment or just the text in like one shape and out as a PNG so that you can put that easily as you go on, you can put that on other things. A t-shirt, a any printed material, you can throw it right. on a bug, on a whatever. Okay? You're talking about P&G, like hour. a transparent background. With a transparent background, right. correct, yes. All right, then a web banner, that size changes depending on your website. Three teaching steals, what I mean by that is just the design, no no text in the middle. Uh, you might okay. put the text in the bottom corner like a bug. I'm thinking this is for lyrics, this is for uh, scripture notes, uh, things, but pastors, uh, points, things like that. Yeah. All right. Welcome still, closing still, two at least two social media graphics, one with title, one blank. Uh, for leave one blank so you put quotes or yeah. sermon points, notes, that sort of thing. That's All great. Right, Facebook cover, Twitter header, postcard design, bulletin design, and then I have three different types of lower third PNGs with transparent background. Okay. 
Um, one is a name key, and you might have to make several depending on your list of pastors. Um, and then the second one is a two-line scripture, uh, lower third, and then the other one is a one-line, like a scripture reference. Uh, okay. that, you could double up and use the name key one for that also, but yeah. um, list it out. So that's my design list. Here's my video list real quick. So two trailers, one's, if you have time to make them, and this is going to be one that says new series coming in two weeks. And then the second one is new series next, starting next week. Okay? okay. So even if you don't air it in your worship experience or online, uh, you can put it on social so that people can start gearing up right. for, hey, new series coming in two weeks. Okay. Now, let me save some time here. This is the trailers are the bumper with just a tag on the end. Okay. okay? Nothing, nothing more. So, like at our ministry, we're going to charge $500 to do a 30 to 60 second bumper. We're going to charge you 50 bucks to do a same series trailer to put the tag on the end. Okay. okay. So like I would suggest the same thing. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't do something different necessarily. Just same thing. Okay? Right. All right. Uh, then five minute countdown, then a title motion. This is a seamless loop of emotion that can be on screen as people are walking into the room or it can be on your live stream before your thing starts. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a placeholder thing. Uh, then three teaching motions. Those are the same as the stills, but have a little motion behind it. A welcome motion, a closing motion, and three animated lower thirds, if you can do that. That is usually a quick time movie with an alpha channel is how those operate. Okay. Okay. So you can uh, make them in After Effects or something like that, and you can use a quick, uh, you shoot them out as quick time, and then they'll they'll roll in ProPresenter and, you can like dissolve, like animate in, dissolve a name up, dissolve a name out, animate out. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I can so see a lot of that put, being really helpful. I'll put a PDF for you, but that's kind of my list. And a lot of that's really helpful for your online stream. So if you do have that pre-made video, you can drop that in really quick and make it look pretty nice. Even if your video shot from iPhone or whatever, it's like you can still add those. That's what I was telling you. John Krasinski did the same thing. It's like he had his iPhone video and he still laid things over and had graphics, you know, and you know, some of it was produced, but these, these kinds of things you have designers or you don't, what you have volunteers or you have people like you who are making this stuff for you, you know, that you can, you know, hire to do that, um, that you can make this look really pretty cool, a little different and, uh, and make it work on, on, uh, online. So we can still make so, Sunday happen. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so the, the, uh, the seeds family worship online, uh, kid service that we've done, and we've done a, a few other things like that, but that is very, it's, it's low production, but we've added little lower thirds here and there to take it up like one notch, but it's not, overproduced. Does that make sense? Yes. So you might do an online service that is low production value with a couple of lower thirds. So it's, it still feels low production, but I've taken you up one step in order to engage people with a lower third or scripture at the bottom or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and the visuals are helpful too, especially when you're, you're online because I mean, we know that a lot of people watch video online, even live video without, without the sound. And so having, you know, captions and things like that are always important. But when yeah. you have lower thirds or scriptures pop up on the screen, it's just, you. and when we're watching online, kids may be screaming, you never know what's going to be happening. It's good to have yeah. those things you can actually read and see 
even yeah. in your live streams, even in your videos that you're playing for, for online yeah. services. So I would say uh, Rev.com and Zubtitle with subtitle with a Z. Zubtitle. Title. Yeah. And, and I've, okay. I've, uh, I've mentioned Capwing as a yeah. free ti- uh, subtitler and, and, and stuff before as well, yeah, but it, it like drops it straight into your, um, to your video. So it'd be on the video itself, not in, not yeah, in one of the great. tools, but, um, yeah, those are all really great options for you to look at and Rev will actually do transcripts as well. So that's, yeah. that's, what's really helpful about those guys. Um, mm-hmm. you have to pay for those. Um, yes. And, but you I think do. they're a dollar a minute. Yeah. If you've got some time to edit, you can go 10 cents a minute with temi.com. They do the similar stuff, but you have to edit quite a bit. It's a beta, but, um, but still there's a lot of options for you to, to use that kind of kind of stuff. So if you guys want to check that stuff out and see what works for you, then uh, there's a lot of options there. Well, Carl, uh, man, you guys had, as we wrap up, you had a, a a COVID-19 pack that you guys were, um, making available to churches. Tell us about that really quick before we get out of here. Yeah. So we have a, we have a blog post on our website that, that has a bunch of free and affordable resources. Um, so one, two, three, zero dot media, uh, is a website. It's right there on the homepage. You can just click, uh, on over, over to it. One, two, three, zero dot media. Um, and we've, we keep adding to that blog post and put, we, yeah, we have like a couple of coronavirus packs. we got a free live streaming guide. Um, that walks people through stuff. We have a like an upload book that people struggle with, like how do I upload my video to Dropbox or Google Drive or Vimeo or Facebook or whatever. We, we have a book on that. Um, so just in blog posts, we have a t- ton of re- all the bonus podcast episodes that we've done uh, cool. with like Living as One and audio tips for your streaming and Good. things like that. They're, they're all there. So 1230.media. It is mostly all free or super cheap. So that's great. It's, uh, we're trying to help the church however we can. That's incredible. And I, I went to that earlier today before we got on here to see uh, what you guys were doing for all this. And um, I was just like, man, I'm, I'm downloading this and sending this to my, my church guys. Um, yeah. Cause we we're I, I go to a small church now too. And just, we're figuring it out. They've we've streamed three times, you know, in the first, for right. the first time ever in the last three right. weeks. And, uh, and I'm not even part of it. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm a volunteer. I play in the band now. I don't, I don't yeah. even mess with comms. Uh, they're doing a good job with it. So, um, right. anyway, this, you can get these links and all this stuff we're talking about in the show notes, uh, sethmuse.com slash 120. This is episode 120. So one, two, zero will be, uh, all these links and I'll link to all those subtitlers and everything else we talked about. And obviously to Carl and 1230 media, tell us how we can get in touch with you online, man. Yeah, at Carl Barnhill is all my social handles. Uh, Facebook is where I really engage. Okay. Um, I need to watch your Instagram show because I'm not uh, I'm not <laughs> the best on my Instagram game. Um, but at Carl Barnhill is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Awesome. Well, Carl, thank you so much for being here, man. I really appreciate your time and everything you're doing to help the church. I've I've taken the hey, let's just chill and let these other guys that have all these teams create all this stuff that's really really great and uh, kind of just benefited from the fact that I know a lot of you guys that are doing this incredible work. So thank you for doing all this for churches. It's awesome. No problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey, my pleasure. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Go to the, get the show notes at sethmuse.com slash 120. Uh, thanks for listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast and we'll be back soon. See ya.